Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to another video. Today's video is going to be based on a BuzzFeed article. And in that article, they asked Americans some very common questions. And what I would like to do in this video is take some of those questions and answer them for myself. How a typical American would answer them and fairly slow English, definitely understandable. If you would like to read all of the questions, I will leave the link to the article in the description box. And I'll also ask you, if this is your first time here, please subscribe, comment below. What I would like to do eventually is to make another video based on what you guys have asked me. So if you would like to leave a question in the comments, I could possibly answer that in a future video. So the first question is, who decided that yup, sure, and you bet are appropriate responses to thank you? It's a good question. I'm not sure. When somebody says thank you and they simply say yup, back, or sure, that can be considered pretty rude. So. I would say, depending on the gesture, of course, if it's something small, like in the United States, we often hold the door for someone who is maybe walking into a store right behind us. We'll just hold the door so it doesn't crash back into their face. And they hopefully will say, thank you. And then you can say something like, yeah, sure, no problem. Don't simply say sure add something else. I often say, my pleasure, that works. Or you could say, ah, it was nothing. But yup is not very nice. Um, especially if you are a customer at a place, let's say a restaurant, and you receive your food and you say thank you, and the person says yup to you, that would be considered very rude. Unfortunately, it does happen in the United States when you say thank you to someone and they simply say yup, but it's going to be considered rude. So let's try not to have that happen. So the next question is, why does every state have its own laws and random rules? And, and that is true to a certain degree. There are some common laws throughout the United States that always should be obeyed and those are probably pretty common around most countries but when it comes to driving in each state there are often very different laws very different rules for example in the state that i live in maine you cannot have anything in your hands while you drive it's called distracting driving you can actually get pulled over for distracted driving and when i say pulled over it of course is a phrasal verb 
but it means the police officer will stop you, make you pull to the side of the road, and possibly give you a ticket if he or she sees a cell phone in your hand. You cannot be talking on a cell phone while driving. Everything has to be hands-free. So you could put your phone on speaker if you would like to talk to someone. Another strange thing that changes from state to state is when and where you can buy alcohol and what kind of alcohol you can buy. Beer sometimes is sold in different places than what we would call hard alcohol, vodka, whiskey. There are certain times of the week, most often on Sunday morning, when you cannot buy any kind of alcohol in certain states. So while the 50 states do make up one country, there are often people who are more proud to be from their state than say they are proud to be from their country. One state that I think of that has really proud citizens is Texas. You will often hear the saying, American by birth, Texan by God's grace. So a lot of Texans are very proud to be from Texas. Hey, I'm very proud to be from Maine. We have a very unique culture here, I think. The next question that is often asked to Americans is, why are your drink sizes so crazy big? And sometimes you will hear soft drink instead of soda. There's a video that uh, my wife and I, Jamie, we talk about the different terms that people use for soda around the United States. Well, here's one more, soft drink. And I'm not sure why our drinks are so big, but I, I do have an example here. This is basically a, a, a bucket with a handle that you can just fill right up with soda or water, whatever you choose. And it comes from a, a restaurant called Lambert's. Lambert's. It's a great place. Uh, they will actually throw bread rolls at you. They call themselves the home of the throne bread rolls. But here we simply call them rolls. But you could be sitting at one side of the restaurant and a server will come by with a whole plate of rolls. And if you hold your hands out ready to catch them, they will throw them all across the room. And a lot of the people who work there are high school pitchers for baseball or high school pitchers for softball. Unfortunately, Lambert's only has three locations. Two are in the state of Missouri, but one, lucky enough, is in Alabama, not very far from where Jamie's mom lives. So we've gone there plenty of times when we visit. But to answer the question, I'm not really sure. A lot of times when we are on a road trip and we stop at a gas station, Many Americans will get the biggest drink possible. Sometimes the cup is so large that it can't fit in the cup holder. And the cup holder, you may be wondering if that is a new term. It's just like what I talked about in the listening comprehension video in the kitchen. Sometimes the terms we use are literally what they do. Cup holder. It's the little thing that holds the cups in your car. And sometimes our drinks are so big, they can't even fit there. 
So I'm not sure why our drinks are so big. Maybe while we're driving, we just get bored and something to do. We drink out of our enormous cups. Now I'm not sure if that is illegal because you're supposed to be completely hands-free when driving in my state, but I think taking a drink from your enormous cup is permitted. I'm not sure though. I've never been pulled over for drinking out of my enormous cup. There is a major problem that arises when you have a large drink, and that is the need to use the bathroom often, which you will pull over, use the bathroom at a gas station, most likely refilling your giant cup, making it necessary to stop again at the next gas station. The next question is, why do you add on sales tax at the register? I might have an answer for this one, but it is true. If you walk into a store, let's say Maine, each state has its own different sales tax. But if you walk into Maine, our sales tax is 6%. So whatever you buy, when you get to the register, the price will go up by 6%. So if you walked in and bought a dollar's worth of candy, your final total would be a dollar six. And I'm not sure the reason it's tacked on at the end. It could be to let the people know in the store, this is what we are charging. This is all we are charging. But the state will charge an additional 6% when you get to the register. In my state, there is no sales tax on food, necessary food. There is a tax, 6%, on candy and sweets, things that are considered luxury or that are considered extra. Some states do not have sales tax on clothing. Or sometimes, right before a new school year starts, there will be a weekend or two during the summer where there will be no sales tax on clothing or school supplies. The next question, why do you give your coins such confusing names? I don't know, we have the penny, which is worth one cent. There has been talk of getting rid of the penny simply because it's kind of worthless, but we still have the penny. We also have the nickel, that is five cents, we have the dime, that's 10 cents. We have the quarter, which is 25 cents. We have the half dollar, which is 50 cents. And we have the dollar coin, actually, $1. Sacagawea is on that coin. The next question, why are there so many TVs in your bars and restaurants? Does the whole world not have TVs in their restaurants? I think the answer to this is, is pretty simple. A, we like sports quite a bit in the United States. So often what is on the television in a typical bar would be some sort of sporting event. Maybe football, maybe basketball, hockey, baseball. Did I say baseball? Basketball, golf, auto racing, maybe. But the other reason there are TVs in bars is so that you will sit there longer, most likely ordering more drinks, most likely more alcoholic drinks. 
But it is important if you are in a bar and you are drinking and you have to drive home that you have what we call a designated driver. Designated driver. This person is designated, is picked to drive home because they are the ones who are not drinking. They won't be drunk. So you are hopefully going to get home safely. And this next question, I'm not sure. The question is, why do you call your main meal an entree and an entree an appetizer? I don't know, is this, is this a, a French thing? I don't know, but our main meal is an entree in the United States. I, I don't know, is an entree an appetizer in France maybe? I don't know, beats me. Please, somebody, if you know the answer to this, leave it in the comments section. Because to me, entree sounds perfectly acceptable for your main meal. And the last two questions for this video will have to do with the bathroom. And the first question is, why do your toilets have so much water in them before you flush them? And I don't know, over the last few years, most of the newer toilets in the United States, they do have less water in them because most people realize that is quite a waste to have all of that water go down the drain if you don't really need it. But, I mean, sometimes I guess you do need that much water. I don't know. But luckily, to save the environment, the newer toilets don't have that much water in them. And the last one, and this is kind of creepy. What's the deal with the gaps in your toilet stalls? I don't know. But oftentimes when you are in there, you can see someone peeking in like, is, is anybody in there? When all they should do is just knock on the door and then you can say, I'm in here, I'll be out in a second. But you do every so often have some kind of creep, like, is somebody in there? Yeah. I'm in here, give me a second. And this is something that I wish would change in public restrooms and restaurants and bars, but so far, there's still some gaps in those stalls. So, if you ever come to the United States, be prepared for large drinks, rules that change with each state, sales tax tacked on at the end of your purchase, and stalls that have gaps in them. So maybe before you leave your country, use the bathroom so you won't have to use it over here. I hope you have enjoyed this video. I hope you have learned a little bit of English. I hope you have learned a little bit about the United States. And like I said, if you have any questions about the United States, please leave them in a comment and I will get to them in the next video. Thanks for watching. See you next time.